we all need encouragement at some point in time, whether it's for personal motivation, comfort, or reflection. An encouraging word can offer hope, inspiration, or a new perspective. Each week, we will explore biblical passages that will encourage and remind us of God's love, faithfulness, greatness, and sovereignty in our lives. So let's start the week off right. I'm your podcast host, Drea, and you're now listening to Divine Exhortations. Hey, friends, and happy Monday. It has been such a long time since I've said that phrase. I have been on a hiatus for a year, and I know quite a few people have been asking you know, where have I been? What's going on with the podcast? And honestly, if I can just be transparent, life just took a toll on me. And I just needed to take a step back for a bit and just reevaluate my walk with God, reestablish it, recommit myself. So yeah, just having some life challenges. And so thank you so much just for your patience and your encouraging words, you know, these past couple of months. For those of you who continue to tell me not to stop, not to give up, thank you so much. Um, Yeah, I really, really appreciate it. So yes, I kind of feel a little bit um, out, out, I guess, out of sync, if I can say that, because it's been so long, but I really am excited and elated to come back with season three. I want to continue where I left off um, with my friends coming on and just sharing words of encouragement and upliftment for you. And so I have another wonderful, special friend of mine. I respect her and admire her ministry. Uh, She's wise beyond her years. And I know that you are going to be truly blessed by what she is going to share with you all today. And so I'm going to introduce to you Ashley Keen. Hey girl, how are you? Hey. Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like smiling. I'm like, she's deep, deep, oh, deep. Goodness. Oh, I'm so good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. That's how I'm doing. I'm excited. You're excited. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I'm just so happy that you said yes. And like I said earlier, I know that someone is going to be inspired or challenged or encouraged by your word today. So before we jump into that, I just wanted to ask you, um, and just for my audible listeners as well, um, just I want to ask, how did you come to know the Lord? You know, when did you get saved? What were, where, where were you in your life when you gave your life to, to God? Um, I've been a church baby, so I've been aware of God. Um, people have that phrase, you know, born on the church bench. Mm-hmm. I feel like that phrase applies to me. Um, but it, I've learned over the years that it's one thing to go through the motions and then it's another thing to actually have a relationship with Jesus. So, yeah. um, I gave my life to the, to the Lord when I was young, um, but there was a lot of unlearning to do. So I think I was in my teens um, when I was in high school. I can't even remember, about 15 years old. Um, But like I said, there was a lot of unlearning I had to do. 
So my relationship with the father has been a whole journey. Mm -hmm. Like if there is a way to describe it, I would say it has been a journey of unlearning and relearning and tearing down and planting and, um, and vulnerability. Mm. Yes. Love that. Love that. And so you've been saved for how long now? Um, I'm 30, so about 15 years. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. God is a keeper. He is. <laughs> Even when we don't want him to keep us. <laughs> Listen, trust me. <laughs> He's a keeper. He is. He is. Even when we throw tantrums and we're like, okay, I'm done. Listen. He's like, he's like, I'm not finished with you yet. I've done that too many times <laughs> to count, okay? too many times to count i've been like you know what god i just i don't i don't know if this you know what Mm, Mm -hmm. i feel like this isn't this is working anymore yeah Uh, we gotta break up you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm about to throw in the towel and this is just how i see things being and then he'll just send a word he'll send somebody he'll send a song something and i'm like you know i'm sorry for what i said yeah i'm still here it always happens yeah (laughs) so that is how my journey has been well you know i'm just so grateful that he's such a loving father me too even in the midst of us just wanting to pull away from him he's always so welcoming always so welcoming and very reassuring so perfect so yeah thank you for sharing that it's wonderful Um, and so yeah I'm going to just turn it over to you and you can just share what is lit on your heart with us today okay absolutely all right so again to Andrea thank you for having me and the, the thought that has been on my heart was resolve and resistance Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could pick a text, um, just for reference, I'd go with Romans five and three to four. It says not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. So yeah. Resolve means to decide firmly on a course of action or a firm determination to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, It speaks to being admirably purposeful, determined, and unwavering. And if I could tell a personal story, um, prior to the pandemic, aka what was called the pandemonium, I was in the (laughs) gym like doing a fantastic job you know I was working on developing a great gym habit you know I had my desired fitness goals I wanted to lose my x pounds and I was getting it I was resolve meaning I was purpose I was resolute I should say meaning I was purposeful determined and unwavering and then guess what the pandemonium struck Mm -hmm. and I felt like all of my effort dissipated Because, you know, fitness had never really been a place of steady motivation for me. So it was something I had to work up to. And then with the pandemonium, the pandemic, plenty was going on around me with the gyms closing and, you know, work became increasingly stressful. And for Mm -hmm. point of reference, if for those who don't know, I'm a nurse. So work became increasingly stressful, you know, and all of that progress or all of what I call the progress, it began to erode. And I was frustrated because in many ways, I felt like I was hitting and missing. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and a few weeks ago, honestly, I came to the conclusion that physical fitness was too hard and I was absolutely um, going to quit. Yeah. And I was saying, you know, why you got to be so hard? And I was laying it on thick on myself. I was like, girl, you know, you got to get it together. You know, you know, this is not always a point of motivation. And I was laying it on hard on myself. And I was ready to throw in the towel. And as I was in my feelings and in some ways grieving where I was, because Mm -hmm. I was in a good place. Yeah. And now here I am, like, feeling like I was I was grappling to something that I could no longer hold on to so I was grieving where I was and I was reminded that God loved this very version of me Mm -hmm. he loves the version of me who was gonna throw in the towel Um, and I was reminded that everyone has a hard thing yeah. And then two quotes really hit home to me and they reminded me that death and life was in the power of my tongue. And these quotes were, if you say you can, you are right. And if you say you can't, you are right. And I think that one was by Henry Ford. And then there's another quote by Dr. Thema, which I find myself saying a lot these days. Ashley, you can do hard things. Yeah. And so... I had to remind myself, like, yo, you aren't in any of this alone. Mm-hmm. And I have come to the conclusion that in the midst of my resolve, I will find myself facing opposition. I will find myself facing resistance. And this is for the people who you feel like you take those 10 steps forward and then you got you get hit two steps back. Yeah. Right? that those are the people that I'm talking to, the people who know resistance. But the reality of the situation is that opposition or resistance, um, whatever we want to call it, it will test our our resolve. It will test our resolution. Mm -hmm. It will test if you are truly resolute. It will test your commitment. And that is how you will learn if you are truly committed right that's right because when you get hit with um whatever it is whatever opposition you are facing you'll truly know if you want it if you're ready to hit back Mm. and so the concept the contemplation surrounding my body care you know my physical health really reminded me of the concept of the headwinds and the tailwinds And a headwind is a wind that blows directly um, against the course of a moving object, such as an aircraft or a bird or a runner. Mm -hmm. And headwinds are a source of um, resistance to progress or success. So it goes against you. So if you're running forward, the the headwind is blowing in the opposite direction. But the tailwind um, is the one that blows in the same direction. It blows from behind you, which means that it's edging you on. It's like the wind beneath your wings, if we want to call it that. (laughs) It makes you feel like you are soaring. Right. right? But running with the wind um, at one's back isn't what makes you stronger. It is the headwind, Mm -hmm. which comes along and offers what feels like resistance to progress, which is absolutely frustrating right and it's actually funny to me because 
Um, when I think about the scripture that I read earlier, it speaks to us rejoicing, you know, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And that's yeah. essentially what the headwind does for us. A he- headwind is likened to our suffering, which in turn produces endurance. And um, um, there are a couple of scriptures that talk about running the race. Yeah. And one thing about every runner is that they will always, it doesn't matter what... Um, event you're running in doesn't matter if you're a casual runner if you're running a 100 meter dash doesn't matter every runner encounters the wind yeah every runner encounters the wind as and as believers like i said we're described as runners every one of us will encounter the wind every one of us will encounter a headwind and everyone will encounter a tailwind but a headwind in particular forces us to work harder than normal and to do more than usual mm-hmm but running into a headwind for training purposes is called resistance running. And some of the best coaches in the world use resistance running because it improves stamina, power, and technique. Mm. So in our lives, our headwinds are the things that come against us can be family, friends, it can be ourselves, our insecurities, lack of resources, cultural background, you name it. Um, Anything can turn around to be a headwind, but um, headwinds really, like I said, they really cause us to, it really improves our stamina, sorry, it really improves our power and it improves our technique. Mm -hmm. Um, My headwind was facing the effects of the pandemonium on my physical fitness in this case. And mm-hmm. didn't COVID come in like a hurricane? Yes, like with it some did. strong winds and yeah. it's like a and when hurricanes come in and they rip everything apart, you know, the winds are powerful, they topple trees. What can we do? All we have to do is endure the storm, maintain our hope and make sure it's anchored in the safest place and then focus on rebuilding. And that's really what we have to do. But the thing is, some of us, myself included, We never learned to use a headwind to our advantage. Right. We are always viewing hardships as the enemy of our progress, Mm. you know, instead of the enabler of our progress. Mm. Sometimes we get so hung up on the resistance provided from these headwinds, we forget to assess their benefits, right? right? Like the mental edge running in a headwind provides because when you think the wind is making you stronger, your perspective changes, right? The wind no longer holds you back. You, it, you view it kind of like a 15-pound weight in the gym helping you build your, you know, your muscles. Mm-hmm. When you are determined to accomplish something, when you are resolute, when you are resolved, and then you get hit with a headwind and you, know, and you begin to resent and hate the situation, it actually defeats the purpose of the headwind. That's right. And because of my experience, um, I believe the resentment or hate, whatever we want to call it, um, that is demonstrated during these times, it comes from believing that some things should be easy, whether you are good at it or not. Mm. You know, and I've, I've learned to, to stop saying, oh, God, why I got to be so hard? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am learning. You know what? Let me not say that. I'm learning to stop saying that. Because sometimes I'm, I'm still just like, learning. I'm like, Jesus, why I got to be so hard? Yes. Um, uh, I say that all the time. <laughs> why I got to be so hard? And then I think about this 
um, about resolve and resistance and the the benefit and the necessity of resistance training. So then I'm like, okay, God, I have to do this so that I build up endurance. Yeah. Right. So, and one thing I've also um, regarded the older generation for is the saying that when you work hard for something, then you are likely to take better care of it. Yeah. Than if it was handed handed to you like I've grown to prove that statement and I continue to prove that statement that when I work hard for something I will take better care of it I um I don't know if you ever think about this Andrew but with your kids right you just wait for the day that they get I've heard parents say this they wait for the day that their children get their house so that they can just go in and just toss all the cushions <laughs> on the floor. That is funny. <laughs> because like it's like you see you see children sometimes and you give them something and they just throw it away. And, yes. and you're looking at the item and you're like, oh my God, didn't I just I worked so hard to buy that for you, but you so carelessly Listen. like toss it aside, right? And then you think, and then I've heard, and I've also heard parents say, like, I know when you put your hard-earned money to work for something, you will cherish it. Definitely. So that's what resistance does. Like, if God would hand us gifts so callously and opportunities so freely sometimes, we would just manhandle them because we would not know the true value of what is being placed in our hands. Yeah, take it for granted. For we would sure. take it for granted, right? And sometimes we expect that things will fall into place, you know, but it never seems to work out. Sometimes mm-hmm. we become resentful. You know, you know why? Because we embrace the words of the vision lacking people in our lives or mm-hmm. the negative people who surround us. And sometimes we, ca- we catch an attitude um, because of the words we even spoke to ourselves during times of insecurity. And yeah. we will take the we will take what the vision lacking people say and the negative people say and our insecurities say, we say the resistance and we'll end up saying, you know what? Maybe the resistance is a sign that everybody else was right. True. And I couldn't have done it anyway. Yeah. But today my goal is to help shift your perspective. Amen. Right. Headwinds can be absolutely frustrating. And it will sometimes have you moving and feeling like you are running in the same place. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Headwinds can be absolutely frustrating. And it will have you moving and feeling like you are running in the same place. But be assured that it is building your endurance. So how do you embrace the resistance training? To embrace the... To embrace the headwinds or the adverse conditions in your life, you have to acknowledge their existence Mm -hmm. because ignoring a problem never erases the problem. It just causes it to fester and develop into something much worse. Yeah. And because it festers and then develops into something much worse, you actually have to put greater resources into fixing it later on. Mm. Ask me how I know how I know I'm a nurse. I will tell you, I promise. Ever had an infection that you just ignored (laughs) and you just decided that you don't want to take care of? Yeah. (laughs) And then because think about it, like if you have an infection that you ignore and you don't want to take care of, you don't go to the doctor for 
um, and it festers. Next thing you know, you go to the doctor and they were like, well, if you had come earlier, it would have been antibiotics, but now it got to be surgery. Yeah, that's right. Right? So you have to acknowledge and um, embrace the adverse um, issues or conditions in your life because ir- ignoring them, it, it doesn't cause the problem to go away. Mm. Right? Second thing is when you use your hardships as a training ground, it, it maximizes the potential of a tailwind. Love that. Amen. Those moments when you feel extremely motivated and soaring, those are tailwinds. Mm-hmm. But when you use the hardship as your training ground, when those tailwinds come on, when those extremely motivating moments come on and you're soaring, you move so much faster in the tailwind because you worked in the headwind. Yeah. And it is important to note that life is filled with both tailwinds and headwinds. And they both have a purpose. But to maintain your resolve, you must immerse yourself in the thing that keeps you focused and grounded. What is the thing that keeps you focused and grounded? What is your why for pursuing what you are pursuing? Mm. For me, when it came to my physical fitness, I had to go back to... um, remembering why I started in the first place it wasn't just to lose pounds it was also because I recognized that my body was a temple and I had one body that I have to move through the world with yeah and this one body is what is I'm going to use to fulfill my purpose with I so I need to make sure that the like I go back I had to ensure that I went back to my why in order to say, you know what, let's, let's try again. Let's rebuild. That's it. Yeah. And the fact that I could do that meant that all this progress I thought eroded actually didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I still knew what I knew. I still learned all the lessons with regards to what, how I needed to eat, how I needed to work out. All of those things were still there. It was just I had a moment where I had to hit pause. And that's okay. Yeah. Those moments of pause are okay. They're also beneficial because they allow us to rest and truly reflect on what is important in our lives. So please, in order to maintain your resolve and to deal with the test that comes with the headwind, remain grounded. Focus on what keeps you grounded. For us as believers, it is Jesus Christ. He is our cornerstone. He is where our hope is anchored. He is who we put our trust in, right? We don't want to have misplaced trust because only God can really fill the crevices of our soul, the dry areas of our lives. Only he can water our spirit, right? So in the midst of your resolve, you will find yourself facing opposition. But listen to this. Do not view the resistance from a place of defeat view it from a place of victory amen and you can say this with me if you are listening in the midst of my resolve i will find myself facing opposition but i do not view the resistance from a place of defeat but one of victory Mm. and back to the verse we started with Romans 5, 3 to 4. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. We rejoice in the resistance. Knowing that 
it produces endurance and produces character and character produces hope. hope. Yes. Those are my few words to you today. God bless you. Oh my goodness. I'm actually at a loss for words (laughs) because honestly, thank you. Thank you so much. Everything that you said, um, really resonates with with my heart and I know for those of you who are listening as well I know you can attest to exactly what I'm saying practical concise and honestly like my heart is just truly truly blessed because as you were speaking and you started off with the Romans uh, scripture right away I was like oh I have that written on a cue card and posted on my wall that same verse. Wow. Be- because because when I was going through my hardship yeah. and crying before God and saying, this is hard, like, I can't do this. This is too much. And I was saying to God, like, I don't even know what to do. And yeah. that's the scripture that he gave me in the midst of my trial. Wow. And I was like, really? So, yeah, I, I, every time he speaks to me um, through the scriptures... I write, I write it on a cue card and I post it on my wall so I can see it every day that I wake up. I I'm reminded. Do, do you? Okay. <laughs> You're not alone. Okay. <laughs> you are not alone. So I was like, okay. And funny enough, I actually was going to have one of my episodes on that same very verse. But look at God. He used you to do it today. <laughs> look at that so yeah so honestly thank you so much for just speaking into the hearts of um my my listeners and even to me honestly Ashley like the word was so profound and very very timely um I know this past uh this week actually I was at church we had life group and Mm -hmm. um someone was sharing just you know with their you know their challenges and their walk with Christ, but they were just so like encouraging because they were just talking about just where they, you know, where they're at. And, you know, they'll say to God, you know, Lord, like, I'm not feeling good today. I don't like this. And, you know, but she said, even in those moments, God would still speak to her, um, you know, just so, so lovingly and, you know, reassure her as she's kind of going through, you know, her, her trials. And so she said to the group, and I just, I honestly, I was like, I had to write it down. So I'm, I'm going to try and quote it properly. She said, hardship is an invitation into God's presence. Well, look at, look at that. <laughs> right? <laughs> this, like, I feel, I feel very Tasha right now. I'm going to put a praise on it. Come yes. On, go. Right. That's so good. When she said that, like all of us were like, whoa, like we're <laughs> like, we can't collect an offering for you, my girl, because, but you know what I mean? Someone who's going yeah. through such hard adversity, right? This, this is what she's saying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know what? I never even viewed it that way. Yeah. But it really is an invitation into his presence. And you know what I'm think what I'm thinking of right now? It's yeah. the fact that sometimes we feel like hardship means he is absent. Um yeah. he is absent or um because we're going through a hard situation, God is punishing us. So yeah. like um like why why would God do this to me? We feel like it's an indictment sometimes. We do. Honestly. 
but that is a beautiful way to view it like god isn't far from us because we're going through difficult situations neither are we neglected that's right right we he is still available for us to call and it's not a punishment um that's beautiful i like that yeah honestly and it's it's just like this whole month has just been words to just reaffirm us as believers like we can make it you know you know what i mean like our strength can be renewed daily you know once we enter into his presence um my pastor i believe also said that our theology determines how we deal with our difficulty oh that's true and i was like that that's is right and i was like that's so true because a lot of times we magnify our problems yeah. you know our problems seem to be a little bit bigger than our great big mighty god yeah and so our whole perspective on the essence of who the father is what he's capable of doing you know how um he's limitless and he's everlasting and eternal and wise we forget that sometimes that is very and, you true. know what i mean and when he said very that true. past sunday i was like oh man that is so true like i know who god is like he is a sustainer he is a keeper you yes, know what i mean is. he's he's everything that we would ever need and more and i'm like okay lord like i really need to go back to the scriptures and jot down all these attributes about you and remind myself who you are like my problems my financial problems my family problems whatever it is my work school it has nothing on you god you trump that amen and there is no part of our lives that god does not want to touch or be involved in yeah that's why even for me this whole fitness aspect like when god is like no you can do hard things that Mm -hmm. quote came back to me i was like thank you lord Thank you for that reminder that even in the, like, there is, there is no part of my life that you do not want to touch. That's right. There is no, like, you want to encourage me to do well and be well in all things, right? Um, And to thrive in every area. And that's why I have this quote now on my wall, by the way, it says, approach it from a place of victory. Love that. So whatever your it is, like, don't shy away from believing that you will be victorious. Don't shy away from believing that you will be be victorious. Why? Because you are. Yes, you are. You are. Not even you will be. You are. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You are. Right? So honestly all of that just even the quote from your pastor i was like i need to come off this and write it down (laughs) yes i'm gonna have to send it to you please for sure it was so good so good man i'm gonna take that in i hope y'all are taking in this word today because (laughs) honestly like ah like you said i want to put a praise on it i really do (laughs) (laughs) and that's the beautiful thing like when you realize that his presence is like is available like god is available to you god is available to us even in the midst of the resistance Mm -hmm. and as we run on um understanding that coaches use resistance training for the benefit and the betterment of their athletes if you view god as your good coach Mm. with good intentions because he wants to see you at the top of that pulpit podium you know swinging your gold medal if you're if you love track or whatever it is holding that trophy at the end of whatever season um then you know a good coach always 
um, put some resistance on you. That's right. Always put some resistance on you because you must endure. That's right. right. You That's must right. make it. So listen, y'all. Listen. I'm, I'm solid. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I just said all of this and I'm like over here ready to just bow. I'm just like, okay, thank yes, you, Jesus. Right. This is I'm, a great reminder. Whew, yeah, honestly, like I'm feeling like really, really good. Like this was such a wonderful, wonderful conversation, devotional, encouragement, like you name it. Just wonderful. And I just I really loved the analogy that you used with the with the sprinter and running. Yeah, because like I think about people who run and, you know, obviously, I think I, 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 I would assume that they prefer that the wind would be coming from behind because it gives them a little bit more momentum and yeah. a, I guess an extra push. Yeah. But like you said, no one really thinks about the wind coming the opposite direction and kind of giving them that resistance and they still have to work a little bit harder for sure to push through and push yeah. past that. But even in that process, like things are happening, like, you know what I mean? Like their body's yeah. really working, their body's even getting more conditioned. So when that wind does come again, you know what I mean? The body knows, okay, I got to amp it up a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah, love, love the analogy. So yeah, my heart is, my heart is full tonight. Like I don't even need dinner. <laughs> I might just go drink some water and call it a night. <laughs> But yes, thank you once again, Ashley, for coming on today and just, you know, sharing what was on your heart with us uh, at this time. I'm just going to ask you if you can close us out in prayer. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God, we love you. We appreciate you. You are beautiful. You are awesome. You are great and mighty. Father, you are the sustainer of our life. And without you, we have no hope. Lord Jesus, you are our hope for tomorrow. You are our source of survival. And I want to take the time to just appreciate you, Lord, for being the provider of daily bread, for giving us what we need in the moments when we need them for showing up on our behalf for caring about every aspect and area of our lives father i pray right now for those who are feeling the resistance who are feeling the suffering who are feeling the hardship i pray father that they will remember lord god that this suffering hallelujah it produces endurance and the endurance produces character and the character produces hope father i pray pray that as your children we realize that your the hope that we have in you will not put us to shame because your love father has been poured in our hearts hallelujah we thank you lord jesus again for what you are doing in our lives i pray that you will remind those who are suffering again father that they will make it through that they are victorious it may not feel like it right now but the truth is, hallelujah, the truth is, the truth that the devil cannot steal from them, Father, the truth that negative people cannot, hallelujah, cannot convince them to erase is that they are victorious in you, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, and they will make it to the other side. We thank you again, Father. I thank you again for the eternal hope that we have in you. Lord Jesus, and for your love and for your strength, for your daily reminders 
hallelujah that you are with us father i pray that you will bless andrea you will bless her podcast father you will bless her family lord jesus hallelujah and you will pour out upon them your love in any way you choose to because god everything you do is for our good thank you once more father thank you for this opportunity thank you again for those who are listening i lift you up and i give you glory in the name of jesus i pray amen amen have a wonderful rest of your week everyone much love and many blessings bye bye hey friend thank you for listening to today's exhortation I believe you were inspired, challenged, and encouraged today. Because of that, don't keep it to yourself. Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, even a co-worker. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. I really feel so special. Let's do this again. See you next Monday.